from grain to glass, this show is dedicated to helping you make the best beer possible. So strap in and hold on to your mash tons. We're Homebrew Bound. Welcome to Homebrew Bound. I'm Casey. And I'm Miles. This is the best beer show on the internet, according to our mothers. Absolutely. So, Miles, what have you been doing beer-related this week? Well, I, you know, I'm kind of working on this thing with a couple of people's, you know, gathering of sorts. You, you know what I'm talking about. I don't. No idea what you're talking about. Why don't you explain to the people what you're talking about instead of being a cryptic, cryptic asshole? <laughs> River Falls Homebrew Club. We're starting one. That's right. We're talking about starting one. Yes. There is a meet date, too. Yes. You guys are way too sure of things, and I don't like it. <laughs> so I'm going to be there to bring down the entire group with my realism. Hey, realism is a good thing. Yes, or I guess pragmatism, maybe, might be the better word. Well, realism is a good one. <laughs> Pragmatist just sounds stuffy. I'm going to be a little stuffy. But I don't know. No, uh, yeah, it's it should be pretty exciting. We had a first, I guess, meeting of the half minds uh, yesterday, and we did. It it sounds like we have well, we have some ideas uh, coming from a bunch of people who have never been part of a homebrew club or yeah. run a homebrew club or participated partici- in a homebrew club. That, yeah, it's it's a whole it's a whole thing of nothing. So if you guys out there are part of a club. And have any suggestions, tips, suggestions, things that you like that your club does, things that you don't like that your club does, uh, let us know. We're definitely open to hearing some of that just because we are a little bit out of our depth here, but we're grabbing all the resources and stuff that the AHA and whatnot can offer. Yeah, so. and... and- do not hesitate to let us know things that we should avoid. And if you're in the River Falls area, area, I guess the greater River Falls area is a thing that nobody ever says. Um, <laughs> that that is true. Uh, we we are that. having our first uh, official uh, meeting. It's it's going to be kind of a hey, what do you guys want to get out of this? What what can we do to facilitate? this group yeah it's kind of like a, a mass meeting of the minds what would yeah what do you what would you like to see in a, in a homebrew club uh on the 10th of january at 6 p.m at function junction in river falls 125 Was, north main yeah it's on main street you can't you can't miss it it's, it's right next to the subway it oh it, it no it's not no it's my, not right am I next, off by a block yeah it's not right next to well the not right it's like 100 feet away it's probably more than a hundred feet. Is it right across? We're gonna count them now. All right. We're gonna then. pause this podcast and go count the feet because this seems like a very good use of our time. And we're back. And we, we did not go anywhere. Don't lie to them. <laughs> They're smarter than that. They know that I'm not gonna go out there and count shit. They've listened to this show before. <laughs> That is true, and some of them may have actually listened to DOO as well. Oh, well then, they know that I'm definitely not going to go above <laughs> and beyond for anything. Except for this homebrew club, I'm not. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, but definitely, if you have any input or suggestions, or if you just want to show up and talk to us there, there's going to be a thing. We're going to do our darndest to pull it off and make it a great yeah. time. Um, besides that, Miles, have you done anything beer-related? Not yet. Not recently, okay. no. 
Well, I didn't do anything brewing related this weekend because but. I, you know, I, I have my my beer in the fermentation chamber, which I'm gonna, hoping to check Friday and get kegged this weekend. Uh, I went. I had a great beer day actually on Saturday. We well, did good. DOO, and we had you know some pawpaw, uh citra melon session. Or, uh, no, not cit- Yeah, Citra Melon. Citra Melon. Yeah, which is phenomenal. Absolutely One fantastic. of my favorite beers ever. And then I went up to Pitchfork for their bottle release of... It's the Clove... Or the Clove... Oh, man. It's Cranberry Clove Amber... Or Imperial Cranberry Clove Amber Ale that they call Cheer. So it's their, you know, it's their Christmas Cheer... That actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, it was very good. I had a glass while I was up there. It was it was nine percent, eight and a half, nine percent. So I only had one glass, um, one twenty-two ounce glass. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I bought two <laughs> bottles, so we're gonna have one on DOO next weekend. Yeah. So that that is a thing that is gonna happen. And then after that, uh, we went up to Bent Brew Distillery in Roseville again. Yeah, it's the second time I've been there since they've opened. Uh, we did the. We do on DOO. We had an interview with Bartley before they opened. Yeah, they were still doing construction and stuff. And the first time I had been able to bring Spencer up there, who was uh, helping with sound and uh, yeah. whatnot during that. Uh, you haven't been up there yet, so I gotta get you up there at some point in the near future. Uh, to bend. To bend. I was part of the original. No, but you haven't been up there since then. since they no, actually opened. No, I haven't. Uh, and they had a Barry Goza on tap. Oh, that, that was great. that was absolutely delightful. Uh, it tasted a bit like pink lemonade with, that- a li- with a little bit of salinity in the background. It just ha- it had that tartness with the with you know that the sweetness there, uh, like almost like sweet tarty, and then just. Just a slight wave of salinity that gives you that certain. Uh, how do you describe refreshing? It? Uh, I don't know if refreshing is quite the right word. Quenching? No, it's salt water. It's not quenching. <laughs> uh, if take it, take a drink of some salt water, and you'll know what I'm. Yeah, yep. you'll know what I'm saying. Uh, it's a it's a hard uh, thing to describe. But yeah, so I had that, and then uh, a couple of their other beers. Nothing terribly of note. And then we went to uh, Stout's Pub nice. in, in Falcon Heights for dinner. And? And I did a flight of nitro beers, because they had three of them. And they had a, well, I can't, I gotta, uh, I don't remember where it was from. I have it in on untapped, so I'll look later, maybe. Uh, but it was a... Uh, Peppermint chocolate stout, right? That was actually really good. And then my glass was rimmed with crushed candy canes. That is either awesome or horrifically unnecessary. It was neat. <laughs> <laughs> I, I suppose that's a happy middle. Yeah, it was. It, it, you know, it was, it was unique, and I'd been drinking a bunch of just unique beers all day, and so yeah. it was. A, it was a nice like topper to the evening. Well, that's good. Yeah. yeah. Well, it does sound about. Nice way to end the day. Yeah, it, it was it was a lot of fun. So, well, sweet deal. And then Sunday, I had to go do your stupid meeting thing. You're calling it stupid already. <laughs> we talked about this literally. You've less known than, me like, how long? Not long enough, clearly, <laughs> or way too long. One of the two, right? 
Okay, uh, well, why don't we actually get to the meat of today? Because I don't really have anything else to do time with. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we are doing another uh, commercial calibration. Okay. Yeah, first try again. Um, Liftbridge Farm Girl Saison. All right, so before we dive into the beer itself, do you want to give me a Saison quiz? I don't have one today. Miles, uh, what what is your excuse? I don't have, have one. one. See, at least Carlos makes something up. When he doesn't do his job. <laughs> I was getting attacked by jellyfish and trees. Yeah, no, that's too li- too little, too late. Man. <laughs> too little, too late. All right. So no quiz today. So why don't uh, do you have the uh, the the style guideline up so we can just talk about saisons in general? Yeah. Before we before we taste the beer. <laughs> Just a second here. He did not have it up. <laughs> uh, he totally probably had it up beforehand. I I did, yes. And then got rid of it. That is that was probably also true. I know it was true. I watched you close that tab. And by watch, I okay. mean I'm just guessing that you closed that tab. I got it. Okay. So, let's start with let's see what's the appearance. Appearance or aroma. Okay, well, fine. We'll start with aroma. I'm well, looking at, but see, I never understood why you do aroma before appearance because I'm always going to see the beer before I smell it, because that's how light works. Yeah, but to be it's fair, a lot faster the, than smell the, molecules. The best time to smell it is literally right after you pour it. Yes, that's when you get the most out of it. So ideally, you take advantage of that before you bother to try. But you're and still going to see it. Yeah, I know you're still going to see it. That's why you can. St- Take advantage of one that's going to smell most. We should make we should make uh, or invent tasting glasses for for judging that are blacked out, and then you can do something. I don't know if it's like a sleeve or if they're like magic, uh, like electro, like an electronic thing where you can click a button, it'll un like unblack out, and then you can see the beer. It's called a koozie. I'm not using a koozie. I'm using special <laughs> tasting glasses that we can make a lot of money on. <laughs> Do you not understand how this works, Maya? It seems a little unnecessary. It seems awesome, and it prevents you from being biased. You can always just blindfold yourself. Nope. Too much work. Uh-huh. All right, appearance. How should a saison appear? Uh, distinctive orange pale, but maybe golden or amber in color. Uh, there is no correlation between strength and color. Uh, dense, rocky, ivory head uh, that should uh, leave a Belgian lace on the glass as it as you drink. Okay. And then clarity can be poor to good, uh, though haze is not necessarily needed in a in this style. And then very effervescent. All right. Uh, I guess aroma then. Aroma, uh, high fruitiness, uh, low hop aroma, moderate herb spice. Uh, alcohol, you should be smelling uh, fruity esters more than anything else. So a lot of the the yeast characteristic, uh, maybe some of the hop spiciness or aromatics coming through. Okay. Uh, And then, I guess, flavor, mouthfeel? Uh, Let's see. The combination of fruit and spicy flavors uh, should have a soft malt backbone, uh, moderate alcohol, alcohol presence and maybe a mild tart sourness uh <clears throat> dry finish I, I can't imagine why you may have chosen a saison i like saisons i know because they're dry well that's not the only reason i like them uh gosh it's one of the only belgian styles i actually enjoy 
Fun fact. Right. Uh, yeast phenolics, uh, spice additions, whole bunch of this, you know, kind of estery, spicy, kind of fruity character should come through quite a bit. Uh, hop flavor, very mild, if any. And let's see. <laughs> yeah, that pretty much sums it up. All right. So we've pretty much the baseline Saison. Yeah. Uh, if, if, I, if I had to sum it up in a sentence, I would say a lighter style Belgian. Uh, with a lot of spices and fruit flavors. Yeah, spice, fruit, phenolic characteristics. But definitely through. a lighter style. It's not heavy on the Belgianness. No, no, it's, it's it's not. It's not the Belgianness, just yeastiness. Belgianness. Yeah, is my descriptor. All right, I'm gonna keep it. We're we're gonna go with that. <laughs> Uh, this this is a style that ferments warmer than most. Yep. Uh, so a lot of people will say if you don't have temp control in the summer, but you have and your basement or wherever you're fermenting hovers in the the mid seventies yeah. instead of like the sixties where you want, do a saison because those yeast fe- phenols and whatnot are expected and encouraged in this style. Yep. Uh, warmer fermentation temperatures will ramp up yeast activity they will ferment faster and doing so forces them to punch out all these characteristics that are so desired in a in a saison yeah. uh i i enjoy the hell out of saisons but i've never brewed one i've written up a few recipes i just haven't gotten around to brewing them they're really not that hard no it, they're they're super simple beers which again my wheelhouse love right. simple uh the only thing i don't like about them is they fall into that belgian category which is my least favorite category of beers so you really like something that you don't like? Yes. It's a problem. <laughs> it's this whole thing. I'm a German Jew, so there's not a whole lot. Like, I'm used to it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. There we have it. All right. Knock on wood. Right. What are we knocking I, on wood for? I just heard you knocking. Oh, I okay. You Completely did that. unintentional. Right. All right. So I think last week I made you go first with you our did. calibration. So. Maybe I'll go first this week. Go for it. Dazzle me with your okay. brilliance. Well, first, I'm going to start with my tasting of the farm girl. Yes. Uh, aroma, a lot of that, you know, Belgian yeast character. Um, little fruity, slightly spicy. Uh, appearance, light. I'm like 3-4 SRM light. Like, very light. Yeah. Uh, clearer than I expected, but that could be because I didn't agitate the bottle. Uh, I could have settled... I don't know how old these bottles are, and yeah, when you did that, it, that yeast. There it is. <laughs> right? That looks kind of nasty. There it goes. No, there it goes. That, that looks better. That looks a lot better. Yeah. Before it did not, it had, never mind. Uh, <laughs> uh, light white uh, head. Again, that would I, I have a feeling it would have been a little bit better had I agitated the bottle a bit, poured a little bit more vigorously. Yeah. To actually, you know, get that up. Uh, taste fruity with a hint of spice. Like it's fairly fruity. Yeah. A lot, a lot of fruit there. Um, recipe wise, let me take another sip here. Cause this makes for great radio. It does, but it's also very delicious. It is. Um, uh, I did percentages instead of poundage because that's just how I wanted to do things. Uh, 90%, uh, Pilsner malt, 10% wheat. Very simple malt bill. Yep. Uh, in I I was reading the BACP guidelines. They they suggested Munich or uh, Victory for a little bit of color and flavor. Didn't 
I didn't detect really much of that, if any, in here. It seemed very simple to me. Yeah. Uh, and then the hop I was having issues with. I feel like it's a noble hop of some of some sort. That's no? exactly what I was getting yeah. to. Uh, I I suggested maybe Hollertau mm-hmm. uh, would be a good one. And then um, I would use, if I was going for something like this, I would use Y-E's, uh French Saison yeast. French Saison? Yep. Okay. Uh, what about you? You want to do your tasting notes and then? Yeah, no. Um, I got a lot of the fruit coming through in the aromatics, and I was pretty sure I was getting some uh, aroma hops, just kind of intermingling in there very lightly, which is also what helped me decide on my hop choice. We'll get to that. <clears throat> Flavor. Uh, a lot of the fruitiness does come through, and I do get some spiciness. And I was trying to decide if some of that was from a spicy hop. I'm, I wasn't sure, but mm-hmm. uh, it came through. It played very nice on the tongue. It was fantastic. Then the the color, as we discussed, it very very clear. But then we agitated the bottle, and it did bring up this nice hazy pale. Yeah, yellow. now it looks now it looks like it looks saison. It looks classic. Um, maybe it's just a bad glass for it, but excuse me. Uh, BJCP says very effervescent. This doesn't quite have the effervescent quality I I, I imagine it should have. Uh, the head is not sticking around, but then again, that that again may be glass. The and, glass, uh, yeah. yeah. Um, otherwise, it's a pretty impressive beer. I enjoy this beer very yeah, much. It's it's a solid beer. Uh, this is from Liftbridge, right? Yeah, yeah Liftbridge out of yep. Stillwater. Out of Stillwater, and they're pumping out some really solid beers. Mm. I'm, I've been very impressed with everything I've tried from them. I, I enjoy their seasonal selections as well. Yeah. Plus, they have a nice tap room. It is. I, it's it's quaint. It, it it's getting bad, but that's how I've been rating breweries lately. It's beer first, tap room second, and if they have a bad tap room, it automatically drops their beer down. <laughs> like if, if it's not a place I enjoy drinking. Their beer sucks. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, so my recipe, I did write it for five gallon. Okay. Uh, so I'm looking at eight pounds of Pilsner, which is just clear as day coming through yep. this beer. It's it's clearly Pilsner malt. I just had one pound of wheat and then half a pound of Munich because I do think it has just, just a little bit more body in there than if it wasn't in there. You think so? I just just a hint. I do. And okay. No, know. it's it's possible. I don't. I like. I don't know. I, I we'd have to brew them and taste them side by side because we weren't able to find any official clone recipes. Yeah, and so a lot of this is just us tasting it. And this this is what we would do if we were trying to clone this beer. These would be our first passes at these recipes. Yeah, and then we would brew them, taste them, and modify from there. Yeah. Uh, so for for bittering, I, I chose some EKG. Just to get the bitter across. And yeah, then, that well, yeah, EKG was definitely on my list of, of possible, possibilities. Yeah, and then I finished it out with uh, Hollertau uh, for for just a little bit of flavoring, and then Flavor for aroma. So not much, but yeah, it, it gets yeah. The point so across. all right, well, we 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 landed on Hollertau. Then we landed on Hollertau. It we, definitely tastes like Hollertau, doesn't it? It really does. I. Once you come across a, a German noble hop, you, yeah, you know German noble hops. <laughs> Not necessarily which one all the time, yes. but you know it's one of them. Uh, and then I chose Y yeast uh, thirty-seven twenty-four, just Belgian saison. You did the Belgian saison. I, I did do the Belgian. Why the Belgian instead of the French? 
I'm going to take another sip here. That's fine. I, I had it. Uh, now that I heard you say French Saison, I think I would want to lean that way too. Yeah. Um, but there is definitely a, a Belgian-esque quality in mm-hmm. there. Yeah. So. Well, they're close enough. They might as well be the same country. Right? Because <laughs> that's a thing. Hey, what? <laughs> Clearly, they're not the same country. I know. But anyway, not. okay. No, so, I mean, at least we're both on the same page. Yeah, I, I feel like we were, we were very close. The only thing that we really differed on was the, the Munich. The Munich. Hey. And, I mean, you could use... Your bittering hop is inconsequential yeah. for the most part. Well, I, mean, uh, I like I, to keep my hops, you, I don't know, to a single if I can. Well, and that's partly why last last week I, I just kind of said this many IBUs of bittering. Yeah. Because for the most part it doesn't matter too hard, but I, I also put it down just to get the name in there to say that I think EKG might also be in here. Oh, somewhere. EKG could definitely be in this beer. I was I was a little thrown off because like an American beer with a, a Belgian style using English hops was just a little bit goofy. <laughs> and so I'm like, we'll use it for bitterness, you know, right. we can we can play that one off. Yeah, uh man, I don't this is going to be a little bit of a shorter episode this week, just because we don't have yeah. all of the things to talk about. Yeah, but. no, you can you can blame me for that one. I will. I I am totally going to send all of the hate mail we get for being five minutes short this week. Ah, son of. Because we've totally never been long before. <laughs> no, no, we have not. Plus, it's Christmas, guys. Give us a little bit of a break. Yes. We're here the week of Christmas doing a show for you. We have to drink beer to do this. This is not a pleasant experience by any means. <laughs> Absolutely not. This is a task and a half. Yes. Just not good. All right. Uh, well, do you have anything else to add? I could always Before test you real up. quick on the vital statistics of a Saison. You can if you want to. Are you gonna? Do you have them pulled up in front of you? I do not. Aha. Well, why don't we just get that out of the way? We can have a little mini okay. quiz at the end of the show here. All right. Original gravity. What's our range? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It's actually a bigger range as far yeah, as yeah. Well, it's the the that's the th- problem with this style is it's such a broad style. Yeah, like you can go very big or very small and still make it taste like a saison. Yeah, I mean you can go from I'd say like four percent ABV to probably. Eight, eight or nine. Well, nine might be a little high, but at least eight. Well, as one of the statistics, you're a little gracious. It's uh, it's defined as five to seven. Five to seven, huh? Five to seven. So why don't you use that backwards logic and tell me the OGFG? Listeners can do that for me. I don't <laughs> want to do math today. Right? No, uh, OG, what do you think? OG, I don't know. I don't even care at this point. <laughs> I know the ABV. 40, 48 to 65 for okay. the original. And then 2 to 12 for the final. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. 1002 okay. to 1012. Yep. Uh, IBUs, what do you think? Um, I don't know. Low. Like 20 at the top, I think. It's actually 20 at the bottom. 20 at the bottom. 20, 20 to 30? 20 to 35. 20 to 35. 35 right. is actually quite a bit. Yeah, I don't... Well, I suppose if you're using the spicy hops, 
they'll come through and meld with uh, Belgian yeast pretty well. Yeah, that and if you have a particularly spicy profile, that would hide some of the bitterness. Yeah, and if you're if you go on the bigger side, like the seven percent, that'll help too. Yeah. Uh, okay, what's the next one? Uh, the last one is color, SRM. Um, I'd say low side, like 3 to 15, 20. It's actually 5 to 14. That was close. No, that's not bad. 3 to 15, 5 to 14, that's that's pretty close. Yeah. No, that, well, yeah, there we go. All right, cool. Vital, vital that, was, that was so exciting. Yeah, right? Glad we stopped and did that. <laughs> so glad we did that. Fantastic. Well, guys, if you enjoyed this show and whatnot, <laughs> head on over to blindnewsstudios.com, click on the Amazon link on the homepage, and do your Amazon shopping. We get a little bit of a cutback. It helps keep the lights on in the studio and helps us keep doing this every week. Uh, just a reminder, if you're in the River Falls area, uh, we are having a homebrew meeting at Function Junction at 6 p.m. on January 10th. Uh, if you have any specific questions uh, or anything like that, go ahead and send me an email at theninja at blindindustudios.com, or you can send it to feedback at blindindustudios.com. I check them both. All right, well, if you have any questions, comments, or whatnot, go ahead and send an email to feedback at blindindustudios.com, or find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash blindindustudios, or follow us on Twitter at blind underscore ninja. And I'll see you guys next week. Bye.